This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It is 108. You are listening to the Shaletta Show on News Talk 830 WCCO Radio, your good neighbor station. And I'm meeting some new neighbors today because I am broadcasting this show live in the Odyssey New York studios. I've met so many great people here in the Big Apple, and I'm making a candy apple out of this town. I'm telling you, I am having a great time. We've got 12 hours of parking for about $9,000, and I'm going to go and see everything I could possibly see and do everything I could possibly do in these next 12 hours. And Jonathan Lowe is back in the historic WCCO studio producing this show. And Jonathan, I'm so excited to be working with you. How long has it been since we actually did a show together? It's been a minute. It's been a few months. Yeah. Uh, I haven't uh, filled in on a Saturday for a while. I know you did some filling in for Geraldine earlier this year, but it's been at least a couple months, if not a few. Okay, was that planned? Did you plan to stay away from me, or did it just happen like that? You got to find me. I'm just. <laughs> I'm not just going to come out and say, okay, here I am. Uh, let's let's work. The- no. I sneak around, not, I shouldn't say sneak around. I hide in corners. I hide in corners. You got to find me, uh, Mm -hmm. corners of the city. And Mm -hmm. uh, I try to make it as difficult as possible for anybody to find me. You do. You do that. And you do an amazing job with that, uh, by the way. Thank you. Because I am a stalker and I I know how to find people. And it has been uh, difficult sometimes to find you. I've always done it. Uh, but 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 it's not it's not uh, easy. See, the thing that you forget is that that skill that I have it's in my contract. Uh, <laughs> it's in my contract to make things difficult for people to find me, and when they find me, make th- th- things difficult for people in general. It's yeah. in my contract. Okay, okay, because I I I have the uh, uh, work with Shaletta handbook. Yes. Now, have you met the new guy? The 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 new guy who's who's over? I guess he's doing web stuff. I can't I can't remember his name. Was it Mike? Is it Mike the the guy that's doing the the web stuff? I, I th- met him this week. I he's, think he's, you mean the engineer. No, it, I know no, the the web guy. He's putting the stuff on the web. He's in the newsroom. He's a young guy. No, no, I don't. I, you haven't met him again. One of the ways that it, that I make it difficult to find me is I don't pay attention. If I don't you pay attention, then that business. means I I don't know when you're coming. And when I see you coming, I know it's like a it's like a flashing beacon of light. 
that, yes. that says CCO over your head. Yes. And then I yes. can, I, that warns me that I need to go hide again. Okay. So the new, the new guy who, who is here, um, he, his name is Matt. It's Matt. And he's over in the newsroom um, and he's doing, you know, news and web stuff. And, you know, and, and so, um, and, and so uh, when I saw him, he was like, oh, hi, you're Shaletta. And, and then somebody was like, oh my God, Matt, do not tag her on social media because your day will be over. And he was like, why? What's going on? And they were like, I was like, get a boy that I work with Shaletta Handbook. He's just smiling. I was, Steve Simpson was like, poor thing. He doesn't even know he's in danger. This is hard. He doesn't. He doesn't know. He's just, I was like, whatever you do, Matt, unless you want to cancel all your meetings for the rest of the day, if you tag me on social, I have to attack you. He was like, well, no, I just, I want to take a picture and let everybody know I met you. And I was like, but but I still have to jump off in your jugular. And then all my friends go, that's how we jump you in. So, and they were like, just, just Matt, you just started. You've only, I was like, look at him. He just smiled. I took a picture of him. He didn't even know he was in danger. Bless his little heart, Matt. You got to go find him now. He's over in that, 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 that room over in the newsroom off to the side in the little glass. And so he's telling me about his girlfriend and, you know, where he's from and, and all that stuff. They was like, dude, don't tell her nothing because she's going to put it on social. She's going to use it against you. I was like, y'all be quiet. He hasn't read his I Work With Shaletta Handbook, so he doesn't know how to engage me. Leave him alone so I can pick him. <laughs> this is why I have that clause in my contract. That's that's why. The, oh hi- the hidden clause. Okay, right. Where it's, I, it's written where in I invisible stay ink. hidden and y'all don't find me. Right. It's in invisible ink. Now, I don't know if you heard this story. Linda, you jump in here because at the top of the hour, Jonathan played some national news about a kiwi that's contaminated. And see, you know, anytime there's like listeria contamination, it's always healthy food. You know, you never hear about the Dunkin' Donuts sprinkles with lead poisoning. That don't happen because Dunkin' Donuts are safe. And Jonathan, Lindy is my healthy friend. Like, when I came to visit her this weekend in New York, like, we had to go to the store and get the stuff that I like to eat because she's eating, like, sea moss and stuff like that. And I don't, I want just some plain old pork. I want some bacon, not turkey bacon. I want bacon. I don't want wheat biscuits. I want biscuits. And so when I hear stories like that, I always look at her and say, see, see, that we, wait, we don't wait, have. Wait, what 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 are that. what are wheat biscuits? <laughs> See, exactly. Oh what are wheat biscuits? So we would like, like to you, know. Huh? We would like to know what wheat biscuits are. Wheat flour. Are. Made out of wheat flour, people. It has more fiber in it. Come on, get mm. with the program. I thought mm-hmm. that I thought most biscuits were made out of wheat flour. <laughs> <laughs> This not is why I've Shaletta had to eats. find special places because I can't eat wheat. Shaletta eats. <laughs> yeah, my, oh, okay. my biscuits oh, are brown. Okay. My biscuits yeah. are white. And so also, you know, she had a party at her house for one of her kids, and, and they had the chips in a big bowl. I took one bite of those chips. I said, where did you get these baked chips? She said, I knew you were going to notice that those weren't real <laughs> chips. The baked cheese juice the, does the baked chips, Jonathan. Sugar, I, fat, and oil. I, that's, I, that's really the foundation of your diet. That's I really will good. say this. I have I have a a parent that has been going to health food stores and co-ops for decades and it has rubbed off on me a little bit in the fact that I will go to co-ops I'll go to some health food places or, or whole foods at times uh the problem is I don't go there for the produce I don't go there for like the organic meats and the organic items I usually go there to get the gluten-free uh, sugar products, mm-hmm. uh, baked goods, <laughs> right. and, and all of that stuff. So I'm I'm kind of halfway in between. 
It's a little bit healthy, <laughs> but it's a lot not healthy. That sounds real shady. But Thank okay. you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm telling you, them Dunkin' Donuts, you know, pork sausages, they never have recalls. Never. Ever. Because they're it's artificially always, made. It's always the, the, the listeria and, and the bacterias and the kiwi and the bag lettuce and stuff. That that's that's what they got the recall. As Something as much that's made in a factory. Yeah. As much yes, as much as, as I would like to say yes, the, the pork bacon is delicious and it is. all of the other stuff, the fries, the, they fry the bleep out of it. So that all the stuff that was, all the bacteria that was on it we is dead. It's is D-E-D dead. Dead. <laughs> See, dead that bacteria just swimming around in that bag of lettuce because they ain't got no meat in there. It's just nice and lettucey. And 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 then you put it on your plate, and you're like, my stomach is upset. And I'm sitting there next to you eating my duck and donuts. Like, girl, I feel fine. What is it? What's wrong with you? <laughs> it's the bacteria and the listeria in the kiwi. See? Now, so now we have to go somewhere and find us a rump roast or, you know, something, really? something like that. What That's you, what we have to do. What are you cooking this weekend while I'm here, Jonathan? So I'm here hanging out with Lindy. Jonathan, I didn't think I was going to make it. Did you see that storm yesterday? Is Jonathan there? Jonathan is a meteorologist. And so um, he he tracks storms. And, and, Lindy, I have to tell you, when I was sending you text messages yesterday, I didn't know if I was going to make it because they were like, the, the notice came on the loudspeaker at Minneapolis-St. Paul Regional Airport. Get away from the windows. Go to an interior place. And then they said, uh, employees, activate your storm emergency procedure. <laughs> I'm like, I'm getting the hell out of here. <laughs> I didn't think we were going to see you this weekend, to be honest with you, because you kept saying, oh, well, they're giving us updates and we're <laughs> doing this and doing that. I said, we're not going to see her on her rescheduled visit. Because the first visit got rescheduled. It's always mm-hmm. something because they Weather. had that orange haze in the yeah. air when I was supposed to come here. That's right. And I was like, look, I'm all my kids got. They got special needs. I can't be coming up there breathing that orange air, that plume of smoke. Mm-hmm. Girl, I won't have to reschedule. So this was my rescheduled trip. And I was like, I'm going to sit here. And if they don't cancel this flight, I'm going to get on it. But I have to tell you, I was scared and nervous. Yeah. I was. I thought it was going to tell. You could tell. You could mm-hmm, tell. Mm-hmm. I was nervous in my I text messages. My yeah. text, you know you're nervous when your text messages are nervous. <laughs> I saw the nerves, but you made it. I made it, girl. I made it. And, and you know what really upset me? I slept all the way here. And, and missed I'm, out on your food. Okay, so this is my first time flying first class. I was like, I'm going to see my first class friends. I'm going to fly first class. <laughs> I'm going to NYC. I'm going to do my show in New York. Okay, so I've always dreamed as a little girl to do a radio show in New York. So I'm scratching this off the list, right? Mm-hmm. Right? It's, it's my Minneapolis show, but I'm doing it in New York. So technically, I could scratch that off the list. So I'm going first class because I'm, I'm going to the Big Apple, and I'm going to see my best girlfriend, and I'm living out my best dream doing a show in New York. New York and and the, the 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 big thing was is I wanted to eat the first class food and drink <laughs> all of the free first class drinks and so when I got the first class I was so nervous and so worked up by the storm that I just I, I, I fell asleep and when I woke up they said we're on our final descent and I said wait a minute hold on hold on where's the liquor and the shrimp <laughs> <laughs> Where's my girl? The flight attendant start giggling. She said, "Okay, Sleeping Beauty, uh, you Aww. missed out on everything, girl. People, pl- I heard plates clinking in my dreams. I missed out on everything, and I had ordered the scrimps, <laughs> and I was gonna drink them under the table, <laughs> and I got off Aww. the plane with nothing but gum in my mouth, so that my ears wouldn't pop. Girl, I was hot to death. I know you were. I was hot to death. I could have sat in coach for that. 
That's true. That's true. But next time, don't even pay the extra money for first class, though, Shaletta. Just bring your food with you. Just pack it up like Patty oh, LaBelle. Oh. With the hot sauce like Beyonce, oh, you'd be good. Oh, oh, girl. And then I didn't know that there are new, um, less restrictions for traveling. Like, I got there and to MSP, and I got in line. That was through TSA. And I was getting ready to take my computer out and my, you know, toiletries that I put in my clear bag because it's been a while since I've flown, since we got the RV mm-hmm, from Camping mm-hmm. World. We haven't really gone on a plane for anything. And so the lady said, no, ma'am, you can keep everything in your bag. I was like, no, 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 I got to take out my computer. She's like, ma'am, <laughs> I don't know why this is hard for you to understand. <laughs> I said, but what about I got this hand sanitizer and this lotion and the lipstick? She said, ma'am, you can keep those things in your bag. hmm so I, I didn't know that the the travel rules, but you still got to take your shoes off, though. Well, if you don't have TSA pre-check, yes, which I know you don't because you don't no, get on the plane very often. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, she had to she had to get you all the way together. Yeah, she had to like. get me straight. Mm-hmm. And don't go anywhere. We're going to keep getting straightened. How about a little crooked right here on The Shaletta Show? When my son Daniel was four and a half years old uh, with his autism diagnosis, um, I remember his therapist coming to me and saying, if he doesn't make any changes, um, if the needle doesn't move, we're going to discontinue his therapy. Because for two and a half years, we've been trying eight hours a day, six days a week to get some progress. And we've seen none. We can't justify to the insurance that this works. But I knew that the therapy worked, right, because it worked on my other two children who had autism, who were older than Daniel. But they were getting ready to discontinue his services. And I just remember crying and praying to the Lord for a breakthrough. And so um, one night I was in the kitchen washing dishes in my duster, and Daniel came up to me. He started opening and closing the buttons on my dress, which is what kids with autism do. They like to open and close stuff. And he started humming the lyrics to Old Town Road. I swear to y'all, I've I've never cried so hard in my life because that was the breakthrough I was praying for. Where the other two children with special needs didn't need it, Daniel learned through music. Music is how you reach them. Music is how you teach them. And so what happened was we took that information to the teachers. We took that to the therapists and they started using music in their sessions. They started using music in their classrooms. And now three and a half years later, Daniel went from not talking to talking back. He's reading on a fifth grade level. He's only eight years old. He's doing math graphs at the house that are so complex that my teenage son, Andrew, who's in advanced algebra And Sean, his father, who graduated from medical school, can't figure out. All of that was locked inside of his brain. And it was music that made the difference. Which is why I wrote Daniel Finds His Voice, the story of how my son learned to talk through music so that other parents who have kids with autism can understand that, you know, the therapy alone may not do it. The education alone may not do it. It may be something as simple as a song that can help your child find their voice. And so when I found out that my favorite church member, Shanna Moses, was having something special at Walker West with some of the people um, in our community uh, who are older, our seniors, 
I wanted to invite her on the show to talk more about it. And she is here now joining me. Shanna, thank you so much for being on the Shaletta Show. Oh, thank you for having me, Shaletta. I so appreciate it. Now, you are the program director of the Amazing Grace Chorus. Talk to me about the Amazing Grace Chorus for folks who are finding out about it for the first time. Absolutely. The Amazing Grace Chorus at Walker West is a community of elders, um, their caregivers, and uh, and what we have found is that it has been such a healing place. I'm so glad you talked about the healing power of music um, because we have found that to be true. We gather together twice in a month, once uh, in person and once virtually. And what we do is sing songs that come from the Black gospel tradition, songs that many of these elders have grown up on and don't get to hear anymore as music changes uh, within churches. It has a really modern modern flair, which is beautiful. But there are times where they don't find the songs that were uh, in their mother tongue when they grew up, right? There are times Mm -hmm. where they don't hear those songs anymore. And that's what we provide for them. Mm Mm-hmm. And Amazing Grace Chorus is dementia friendly. And and I talked about how my son with autism and and what music did for him and how that was his breakthrough moment. I I, I, I get sad when I think about what if he never heard that song? What if he never sang that song? You know, he Mm -hmm. would have all this knowledge locked inside of him and they would have given up on his breakthrough had that not happened. Mm -hmm. And it it didn't happen without music. And I know music is a big part of of your life. I met you as a choir director at at Fellowship Missionary Baptist Church. But this amazing Grace Chorus. And and when we start talking about uh, our elders in the community with dementia, um, this this is a respite for them. Yes. Yes, it is. It's something that helps bring them right back to the center, right? Sometimes they unintentionally get moved to the margins in the hustle and bustle of things. And we found this to be something that helps break up the isolation that they navigate, okay? Um, Sometimes elders find themselves more in the home as they age. And we found this to be something that brings them right on back out with their peers and with others who are gathered around them who love them. Um, It gives them a place where they can go and and somebody says, hey, how you doing today? Oh, you're looking sharp, mother. You know, a place where they can gather and eat and just share stories of their childhood and that that storytelling, that testimony Mm -hmm. also taps into those elements of the brain that we want to stay and remain fresh, even as they age. That's right. Now you have an event coming up, uh, brain health and music event on August 19th. And, and listen, I want everybody out there who um, has an elder that they're caring for a grandmother, a grandfather, um, a mother or a father or an aunt or an uncle. I want them to come to this because this is for them. This helps them. Yes. This connects them with their community. This makes sure that they see people who look like them doing amazing things. This this revives and rejuvenates them. Talk to me about this event that you have coming up on the 19th of this month. Yes, that is just who we want to target and bring on out uh, for this event. What they can expect to see and find is one, resources. Okay, 
resources that can help uh, to navigate this journey, right, of aging and, and to be able to do it in healthy ways, right, where they keep some of the pep in their steps. So we'll have vendors uh, who will have resources and further information that they can tap into following this event. But at the event, they can especially expect to hear some good gospel music uh, that they've grown up on and hear some testimonies from folks about what the healing power of music has done for them uh, personally or um, even for them as they think about and consider their memory, too. I promise you this is uh, something that folks don't want to miss. The other thing I want folks to think about, too, is we all know and love someone who may have been touched by Alzheimer's, by other forms of dementia, or even other uh, diseases that impact the brain, Parkinson's, all of that. And this is a beautiful opportunity to learn, hear more, so that you can also be champions and messengers in community. Right now, the data says that um, African Americans are twice as likely to develop dementia in their life And so just as the church and other spaces of community have been vehicles when we think historically towards social justice, I think this is a beautiful opportunity for church and community to also be a lever for information to spread this throughout our neighborhoods and communities, that there are things that can be done um, early on. We don't have to wait until it's late. I'm reminded of a Uh, Dr. Thelma Buckner, she was one of our initial Mm -hmm. members of the choir, and she talked about her sister's journey when she was navigating Alzheimer's, and she said about her sister, she said, my sister lost her memory, but she didn't lose her mind. Mm -hmm. And when we sang to her, when we sang the hymns we had grown up on, she said her sister could recall every lyric, okay, like it was yesterday. They just Mm -hmm. all flowed out. Yep. So so we're returning to culture, we're returning to music, to be um, a healer in such a time as this. So I encourage folks to come on out and enjoy with us um, so that you can leave equipped with even more information. Okay, and this is going on Saturday, that's next Saturday, August 19th at Fellowship Missionary Baptist Church, uh, 3355 North 4th Street in Minneapolis. It starts at 2, and then there's a resource fair from 3 to 4.30. Now, for folks who need more information, they heard it, uh, they were driving, they didn't get to write it down, what website can they go to? Yes, they can go to www.amazinggracechorus.org, www.amazinggracechorus.org, and they can find information about it right there, and that will even link you to the Walker West Music Academy website too. Well, thank you so much for you are doing uh, what you are doing for our elders. A lot of times, you know, we young whippersnappers, you know, want to push them to the side. Uh, We want to forget about them, act like you know they're Mm -hmm. burdened when they pave the way. And and for you to, you know, create programming um, to Mm -hmm. honor and spotlight and highlight and engage um, the seniors in our community. I just I just want to give you um, all your flowers. Uh, for the work that it takes to put something like this on. God bless you. God bless you, too. Thank you so much for the time. All right. And you all stick around. We've got more to come on The Shaletta Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I am so, so grateful that the Minneapolis police officer who is pursuing a robbery suspect in an unmarked car is alive and well. Four people have been arrested after this Minneapolis police officer was shot and injured. And so it's good to see him uh, walking out of North Memorial uh, Healthcare Center in Robbinsdale with his wife earlier today on his own. Good to see all those police officers standing there applauding and clapping for him because he's just doing his job. His job is to protect the city, the people who live in it, and our property. And I just see the smiles on these officers' faces, the relief um, in the chief's voice that he didn't have to go knock on the door and deliver news to Holly that her husband was no longer here, that Holly is standing by his side as he walks out of the hospital. It's just a it's just a blessing that he is going to be okay. And, you know, I have to start thinking about, you know, policing and you know, I heard this week that um, there are four women cadets in the academy, Minneapolis Police Department. And I start calling around and I was like, you know, has there ever been four women at one time who signed up to be police officers? Amid stories like this and, and everything that's going on, women are signing up and wanting to be the change wanting to be part of the solution. Women want to be the ones to bridge the gap between um, the divide that has taken place um, between our law enforcement and our local people. And one of those people who has been doing that is Kia Boyd, uh, Sergeant Kia Boyd with the Minneapolis Police Department. She is joining us now courtesy of the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Uh, Sergeant Kia, thank you so much for being on the Shaletta Show. Yes, hi. Thank you for having me. Okay, now, uh, you have been with the force a long time. 
And I know when I start calling around and I started asking people about these four women who are getting ready to come in, uh, you know, to the training, you were mm-hmm. absolutely overjoyed that these many women were coming in at the same time. Talk to me about that. Yes, that's that's one of my passions is not just bringing diversity, but bringing women to the department because we don't talk to our little girls that they can do this job and motivate them. We don't even dress them up as police on Halloween. And so to see women coming back to the profession instead of being steered into social work or more behind the scenes, that, that brings a big smile to my face. And why do you think that is? Why do you think, because I know, you know, for me, when I was a little girl, that was one of the things. You dress up as a police officer. We used to play, you know, good cop, bad cop. You know, we used to play, uh, you know, all those games where somebody was the police officer. And, 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 and those things, those little subtle things translated into careers in law enforcement, detective, you're a sergeant, you know, somebody who is, you know, working behind the scenes may not necessarily uh, have a badge and a gun, but, you know, may be on the support team. And, and we don't yeah. see that anymore. You know, why is the shift now heading back in that direction, you think? I think because the word's getting out there that we can do it. Um, and we're telling our ladies that even you don't have to go to school for law enforcement, but your psychology major, your sociology major, major, your teaching degree, all those different skills that you're learning can be applied out there on the street. So why do you want to wait to help people once they've gone through the system? This is an opportunity to meet people before they even get arrested or before they get in our system. And you can make a difference. You can de-escalate. Females are um, statistically better de-escalators, nurturers. You know, Mm -hmm. we listen, we calm the situation down. So I think um, we're getting more more intentional with telling women that they can do it, you know, in these professions. And it's, it's slowly but surely turning around. And, and, and when these women sign up, what's that process like? Uh, because there's somebody who's looking at their daughter or, you know, thinking mm-hmm. themselves, it's time for a career change. I want something where I can make a difference. You know, I saw yeah. the story. I live in Minneapolis. This is my city. Um, I didn't appreciate what happened. Um, and, and I don't see anybody on the force who looks like me. And, you know, some some things we can change on the outside. But a lot of times, Sergeant Kia, we have to be a part of what we see as a problem to 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 find a solution. And so, you know, if, if there are any women out there who are listening and they're saying, you know, there's four women coming into the program. Uh, can it be five? Can it be six? You know, what's that process like? Um, you know, for them to uh, sit down and, and really take stock and think about how can I be a part of the Minneapolis Police Department? Yes. Yeah, so when I came on my class, we actually had had five. So I know it can be done. <laughs> and so we'll meet you where you're at. That's the unique part. I kind of took a different route. A lot of females don't. Whereas I knew since I was a little girl, I wanted to be a police officer. So I went to all the schooling, got my degree in law enforcement, and I did the additional state-mandated skills training on my own. And then I applied to the department. But if you already have a degree or if you need a degree, you can still apply to our department. We will pay for your tuition and books to get you where you need to be while you work with us.
So I think in our other pathways, our cadet pathway, our community service officer pathway, that's where we get our most diversity because you can be fresh out of high school or it can be your second second um, career path and you're in your 40s. We don't have an age cap, age gap or age cap, sorry. And you can, we'll meet you where you're at. So you apply, we um, take you through our hiring process, but I like to um, also mentor our ladies through that process. You know what I mean? Because it can be discouraging, you know, and we don't have a fitness requirement. Um, we have a, like a workability type mm-hmm. of test. Um, and mm-hmm. that's through a separate entity through health partners. So it's all about just getting ladies to apply and just having that confidence to stick with it through our entire process. And where do they even get started? Folks are, are DMing me now, and I'm getting a couple of text messages, and they want to look at the job. They want to look at the job description because, you know, they saw the story, um, and they saw the support that that officer's got from his fellow officer. And I'm looking yeah. at that photo, and it's all men standing there. You know, it's yeah. all men celebrating the male officer. Where are the female officers? And, and so, you know, now is the time for women um, especially those of us who want to make a difference and we have a passion for helping people. Um, you know, we want to be a part of the solution. We want to be a part of the program. And, and this is a really good time. Don't wait till New Year's to take stock. Yeah. Don't wait till New Year's to decide I, this is it. I'm going to do something different. You know, you know right now uh, that you yeah. need to do something different with your life. You know right now that the job that you have is not fulfilling and it's not your purpose and it's not your passion. Your passion is people. And, and so for the folks who are DMing me and, and sending me direct messages who say, where do I find these jobs? I need to look at the job description and see, you know, if, if it's something that, you know, I qualify for or if it's a good fit yeah. for me. I want to pass it. So somebody wants to pass it along to their niece, um, you know, who's very inquisitive. She thinks she would make a, a good investigator. Where can they find these positions? We are all um, under the city of Minneapolis website and you just go to their jobs. Okay. So the city of Minneapolis website, go under jobs. And and so they'll be listed there. And it'll be listed under um, either our community service officer position, our cadet application just closed, but our community service officer position is open. Um, The cadet application will be opening up again towards the end of the year. Um, and also our our lateral. So there may be ladies who are already police officers that maybe want to come to Minneapolis. We have that opportunity as well, too. Okay. So talk to me. Um, oh, wait, we got to take a break because I want to talk about the, the, the difference because you said a couple of different types. You talked about yeah. the cadet and you talked about the lateral, you know, so and, and one program closed and another one open. So I'm going to take a quick break because I want you to be able to break that down for me so that people understand the different pathways to policing. We'll talk more with Sergeant Kia when we come back. Mayor Jacob Fry, as well as um, Minneapolis Police Chief Brian O'Hara, just wrapped up a news conference about uh, the violence overnight in North Minneapolis, as well as the police officer who was shot um, and talked about the city, where we are, what they're doing to protect the residents, what they're doing to protect law enforcement. Um, And they'll be updating uh, with news releases and we'll have more at the top of the hour one more on CCO Radio online. Um, and, and right now we're talking about pathways into policing. 
Because as difficult as it is to see this stuff happening in our community, where we go to church, where we live, where we go out to restaurants, we can't just shake our finger and shake our head and turn a blind eye. We have to do something to make a difference. Be the change that we want to see. And that may mean considering a career in policing. So I asked Sergeant Kia Boyd to join me on the Shaletta Show to talk about pathways for policing, especially for women. Because I, I found out that there are four female cadets, right? And, and Sergeant Kia, you talked about when you first came on, uh, it, there were five. What year was that? <laughs> that was in 2006. Wow. And now there's there's four. And so these are female cadets. That's one pathway. Talk to me about becoming a cadet. What is that process, that entry like? So our cadet process is for anyone with a two or four year degree in any profession. It could be in education. It could be in nursing. It could be in psychology, any profession. And the state requires what is called um, the professional peace officer standard. So that's skills. So that's a five month additional schooling. And we would pay, we will pay for your tuition and books for that while you get full benefits and a full salary. So pretty much you're getting paid to just go to class and pass. And once you complete post and pass your post license, we reserve spots for you in our academy. Wow. Okay. And so you said that has closed. Does that come up once a year, twice a year? When can people apply for that? Twice a year. It coincides with because we send our cadets as cohorts to Hennepin Tech and we put them through their skills program. Mm -hmm. And so it coincides quite twice a year. Okay. Okay. Now there's another, you know, you were mentioning several um, avenues mm -hmm. and pathways to becoming a police officer. Talk to me. So we talked about the cadets. Um, what, what's the next part? Our community service officer position. Um, that's our one and only civilian position um, for the department where they're in uniform. And those are from, you just need to be 18 years of age with a, a GED or a high school diploma, but also for those that do have a degree and our application is closed for cadets, it would fit in there too because our CSOs, we pay for their tuition and books mm -hmm. to get their degree in law enforcement, but we also pay for their skills. So I always tell people if the cadet application is closed and you fit in that category, you also fit into our CSO category because you just need skills to pay for it. And all pathways lead to the academy. Okay. Now, there was a third option that I heard about before the break. Talk to me about that. So that's the route I took. That's our, um, well, what we call a traditional recruit um, applicant. Those are those, you're already done with schooling, you have your degree, you have post done, and you've already passed your post license. You're just waiting for a department to hire you. And that was the route um, I took. So there are three ways for people to really make a difference, for women to get back to looking at an opportunity to have a career in policing. Now, um, you've, you know, you, your class was back in 2006, Sergeant Kia, and you look mm -hmm. at the things that you've been able to accomplish, um, you know, the community bridge building that you've done. Uh, I watched you strategically 
take officers and bring them to churches in North Minneapolis so that they can help hand out Thanksgiving baskets or you're at open streets, you know, making sure that you are there and shaking hands with folks and introducing people. And, you know, where they anytime they have something where the community is there, you are a part of it. You know, not necessarily as I'm a law enforcement officer, I'm clocking in, I'm keeping the peace, but you are there you know, building those bridges, you know, just in your tenure as an officer with the Minneapolis Police Department, with everything that we've had going on in this city, what's brought you the the greatest joy? What thing are you most proud of? I would say still getting the support of my community, despite what social media and TV and stuff has said um, the community has been such huge support, community and my family. I was born and raised here in Minneapolis. And I will be honest, during the um, George Floyd murder, that was hard. I grew up just two blocks from that area. Mm-hmm. Um, that was my community at the 3rd Precinct. Um, but my family reminded me why I wanted to become a police officer. It was and protect my community. And just reminded me when I was seven years old that I said I was going to be a Minneapolis police officer. And you have done a good job of that, and you all can too. Make sure you go to that website and check it out. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 